This is the 4J Super Insights Podcast. 10 minutes of conversation with 4J Superintendent Dr. Andy Dye. And in this episode, KRVM broadcast student and award-winning podcaster Avery with the questions. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast. And uh, my name is Avery. I uh, am a senior this year, and I've been at 4J for the past six years, and I'm here today with Dr. Dye. Hello, I'm uh, Andy Dye, superintendent at Eugene School District 4J. And today we're uh, we're going to hop into talking about uh, the new schedule change for this year at 4J. Uh, I know it's been kind of a pretty, at least from my perspective as a student, I know a lot of students are very very uneasy towards the new schedule change. Um, could you I've tell us that. more about uh, about w- what brought about uh, the schedule change? Sure. Um, I believe that the district went to a three by five schedule about 13 or 14 years ago. My math might not be correct. I've been here. This is my ninth year and it was in place before me. I heard a lot from some parents and students and um, quite a bit more from teachers about how that decision was made and the runway leading into that decision um, in its implementation being way too short with not enough, not enough training, not enough conversation the, with any schedule. There are things about it that um, people don't like and things about that schedule that people can tolerate um, and things that people love. Uh, but I had heard every year that I had been in the district uh, to some degree every single year that we needed to move away from the three by five. And I think people who were in positions with the authority to make those decisions just had other priorities or things that got in the way of being able to implement that. There were some attempts, but it just didn't happen. And um, coming out of the pandemic where everything was absolutely different. uh, Yes, we had a three by five schedule, but we really didn't in our bedrooms, living rooms, front yards, backyards. Uh, It seemed as though the time was right to, um, face the difficult aspects of the decision head on and make a change if we were going to make it. Right. So what grade levels uh, will have a new schedule this coming year? Six through 12, more uh, to a greater degree uh, different in high schools, nine through 12. The middle schools are moving from a trimester to a semester schedule. And over the course of this next year, they're going to be engaging in conversation to refine what the middle school experience is going to be like and then pick the schedule that most supports that experience. You know, high schools uh, have a different set of conditions that have to be met for students, and that credits have to be earned, classes have to be passed, grades have to be issued. Uh, And so we decided that we would get to the nitty-gritty on the high school schedule and then uh, return back to the middle school conversation about what we want middle schools to be um, in terms of the experience for students. Prior to that, we had elementary on a semester schedule, and then middle and high schools on a trimester schedule. So there were days when our little kiddos were in school and the biggers weren't and vice versa. So that, that doesn't seem to really make a lot of sense as a system. Right. I remember that I used to go and volunteer and help my, help out my sister's classrooms on those days that I was off. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yeah. So what advantages does the new schedule provide to students and staff in the district? Yeah. Nothing is so thin that it doesn't have two sides, right? So for every advantage, one could argue there's a disadvantage. Some of the biggest things are that, um, On a daily basis, students will have fewer transitions and fewer classes with longer periods of time in those classes for um, teachers to provide some information, students to work together on learning new things, not doing so exclusively by themselves after school, Uh, bigger bigger chunks of time for projects like in CTE classes, culinary classes, um, science labs. Um, I think that our schedule will provide a more, more manageable pace to every day. The terms for a semester versus trimester obviously are are longer. The midterm is um, quite a bit longer, nine weeks, so that um, 
people don't hit the panic button as quickly as they do in a trimester schedule. You can see if you've struggled at the beginning of a term that there's still mathematically and um, from a time perspective time to make that up and, and um, get, demonstrate proficiency so you can pass the class. We also had five periods in a day and um, that for a lot of students either who needed some support in order to be successful in their classes or um, had a specific schedule related to IHS um, that limited their access to electives. And so people often bemoaned the fact that they were having to choose between a world language and a band class or AVID and an art class. And now that there's eight periods, even though they're every other day, students have more slots in their schedule so that they can take advantage of the cool classes that teachers offer here in the district. Uh, and I, I hope you know, a schedule change by itself doesn't do really anything unless we change the way that we make use of the time in that schedule. And so um, there'll be a lot of conversations about how teachers can provide opportunities for students to begin to do the practice in class so that teachers can do what they do best, and that's use the relationship that they have with kids to help them understand things that are difficult rather than just assigning more homework. That's probably the thing that I've heard folks um, be most concerned about is now I've got eight classes and I'm going to have tons of homework at night. Um, that's not necessarily uh, a default response to this new schedule. We should be able to use that time so that students can um, complete the work that we need to do to be good at what we're trying to learn while we're here at school so that after school can be for so many other things that are important for a developing, growing young person. Right. And then, so I know you said that um, that the original trimester system was a three-by-five schedule. And uh, could you go more into what the new schedule exactly will, will look like sure. and, how, and how it'll differ from the pre previous one? Yeah, there are um, schools here in – high schools here in our district that have had a similar schedule in the past. Uh, a student will come in, start time still right at 8.30, four periods in a day, um, four 90-minute periods with breaks in between those and a slightly longer lunch on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday – of a five-day week. Wednesday is what folks might have referred, heard referred to as the C day or the flex day. Then on that C day, you'll have shorter periods with all eight of your classes. And that's the day where there'll be early release. And the flexible nature of that is so that if you, Avery, um, for whatever reason, missed a, a period in which there was a quiz that was given or a lab that was given, or you need some more time in conversation with the teacher in order to fully understand something that you need to know. Uh, that's when you can, um, you'll be given the opportunity not just to go to your teacher in the middle of a class and a break in the action and try to shove something in, but that's time set aside so that you can access your teacher, that you can access um, a group of people that you're working on a project with. Uh, that's a time in which students might be able to take advantage of affinity group um, meetings. Clubs can meet. Uh, and that's also a time in which teachers are going to be um, afforded some time when students are released so that we can talk about our, our students learning the things that we're trying to teach. And if not, how can we do a better job of presenting that information so that when you come back on Thursday, Friday, we can make sure that you learn it. And then is the Thursday, Friday schedule, is it similar or the same to the Monday, Tuesday schedule? Exactly or? the same. Perfect. Okay. We had a bunch of different options that we looked at. I know it was frustrating for people who were thinking, you know, this doesn't make sense. There's three, four different schedules out there. And that's true. 
um, what we what we decided early on was that we were going to look for as many competing alternatives to a schedule as possible and really vet each of those to see which of these schedules is going to create the set of conditions that we know are best for students. Um, there was a, a, an example of different class periods on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday with Thursday and Friday being the same, uh, and that just didn't seem to make sense. So Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday are structured exactly the same, and then anytime we have a five-day week, we have that early release day, um, that flex day, and uh, that's when you're going to see um, have the opportunity to see all of your all of your classes in a given day. And then I know so a, a big thing I've heard at least from students is that a lot of students are very uh, I wouldn't say upset but more confused about uh, changing it from uh, changing the early release from a Friday to a Wednesday because I know uh, um, whenever it was an early release on Friday at least for a student it felt sort of like a uh, an entry to the weekend kind of an extended weekend. Um, what are the benefits from I mean you already said about the flex schedule and stuff like that. Sure. Um, but what uh, what is like the benefits of, of switching the early release from a Friday to a Wednesday? That's a great question too, and the answer I think might be a little bit counterintuitive. But we looked at the number, what's the, the day of the week that has the highest attendance from students? And there are the fewest missed over the course of the year because we know that there are plenty of weeks where we have a four-day week. Um, Wednesday is the day where we have the highest average student attendance, and there are more of that day of the week than any other day of the week in the year. And the purpose of the schedule change, one of the driving values was that we wanted to build in time for students to ask teachers questions, access their friends through clubs and affinity groups. We know that um, that last part, accessing their peer group and their clubs and their affinity groups, that was the thing that was the most glaringly obvious from the pandemic. That's the thing that we heard from parents and community members and students is that they want community. Um, And if we know that school, like I said, is more than just a series of classes, that it's all of those things that make a young person's life feel rich and help them discover who they are. We need to prioritize that. And if Wednesday is the day that is most frequent and most attended, then we're going to put those opportunities on that day. Um, That also gives teachers when they do have those conversations about how do I better teach this group of students that needs more support, they can turn around and do it the next day, not wait for the weekend and then, um, try to go back to that point in time, which is often, you know, you can't go back in time. Is there any last remarks that you have um, to talk about? Yeah, I'm sure that maybe some people have a clearer picture about the calendar or the schedule from the conversation, but it's still pretty abstract. And so we'll be putting out a lot of information over the course of the summer for students and for parents so that there's, you know, in black and white and some other colors, a, a graphic representation of what you can expect in terms of how your day is going to flow when we come back to school in the fall. Well, I could say this has definitely been helpful, to, at least for me to understand as well, the process behind it and the thoughts behind bringing the schedule to, to light. Um, and I just want to say thank you so much for being here and for doing oh. this and for explaining it all out and for, for just being here and doing, doing what you're doing. I hope you'll have me back. Thank you. Yeah. And that should be it for today. And we'll see you. We'll see you guys again on the next podcast with Dr. Dye.